0: Welcome to the God is Social podcast. We are now in our third week of our February Facebook extravaganza. Last week, we covered our love-hate relationship with Facebook Live. But this week, we talk about how any Christian can use Facebook Messenger to outreach to people. And we framed this with a story on how our pastor helped Narelle and I come back from spiritual wilderness by simply chatting to us online. We are putting all this content out in support of the video course we just released called the Ultimate Facebook Course for Churches. This is an 80 minute video course we put together specifically for churches who want to learn how to use Facebook as a tool to grow their church. But with all that having been said, let's get into it. Hello, God is socialites. That's right, you're no longer an army, you are now socialites. My name is Gabriel, and with me today is my wife and lover of all things insights, Nerole Hutchinson.
1: Thanks, Gabe, for having me back in this four week Facebook extravaganza. I'm really excited to be here again. And I know that today we're talking about something that is close to yours and my heart, and that is using Facebook Messenger as a discipleship tool. And we know firsthand that this is a great way to grow your church, develop community, and really make your social media an extension of what you're doing in your church. So Gabe, maybe we can start off with you sharing our story of how we came to be a part of our church.
0: Okay, sure. If I'd start this story anywhere, I would start it with the splitting of our previous church. About two years ago, we were involved in a horrendous church split. It was just the worst. Anyone who has gone through a church split would know what we're talking about. In this church, we were incredibly involved. I was a deacon. My wife was the admin at the church. We were youth leaders as well as outreach leaders.
1: And you ran the worship team.
0: Uh, <laughs> and I was the music coordinator for the outreach team. So to say that we were involved in this church is an understatement. We were, It was like our life. Church was life. And after the split, we didn't really know where to go because... There were just so many familiar faces to do with all the hurt that we went through. And we ended up out in the wilderness, not going anywhere.
1: It was a unique situation in that we couldn't stay with the church. And then the new group that broke off were just, it was just overwhelming for us to be around those same people.
0: Even though those people, we loved those people. It was just. For some reason, just with all the trauma that we were going through, it was too much to be there. We actually got diagnosed with trauma, didn't we?
1: (laughs) A vast array of mental illness.
0: (laughs) It wrecked us. It wrecked us. Anyway, moving forward, enter Jacob Woodson, our current church pastor. He'd recently just moved to the area. He put up a post on Facebook asking if somebody could record his wife's music, Somebody tagged me in the post and from there we started a conversation online. And at the time, Jacob actually wasn't pastoring the church that we now both go to and he leads. So we eventually meet up and talk about some music and things like that and the relationship started from there. But the interesting thing was is how much the relationship developed through Facebook Messenger. I would say over the next six months... Jacob pastored me without being my pastor through Facebook Messenger.
1: So it was really a matter of Jacob's working full-time, you're working full-time, nobody really has any time to meet up, but still you can continue that relationship. As adults, it's not easy to develop new relationships with new people because it's not like you can just go knock on their door and say, hey, do you want to come play at the park or push me at the, on the swings? It's Once you're an adult, it's a whole new ball game of developing new relationships. So having been on the receiving end of some Facebook messenger pastoring, Gabe, what did you notice? What things stood out to you that you think that other people should do when they're trying to develop relationships in Facebook Messenger.
0: So in hindsight, the first thing I noticed about what Jacob did was that he took his time. He didn't just message me and go, oh, hey, man, do you want to come to church?
1: Jesus loves you.
0: Jesus loves you. Do you want to come to church? I'm not joking when I say that over the course of the six months of our conversations on Facebook, Facebook, he did not invite me to church once. So my advice would be, not from a person who's Mr. Pastor Extraordinaire, but from someone who has been on the receiving end of phenomenal online pastoring, is to don't be in a rush to do anything. Just simply take the time to build the relationship. Because I'm not joking when I say that I felt a huge connection with Jacob, even though 90% of our interactions were on Facebook, and and it got me to the point where I all of a sudden felt comfortable going back to church again. Yeah, I felt that connection because he didn't rush it, and I felt like he didn't have an agenda.
1: Yeah, and I think it is worth noting that we have had conversations with Jacob about this as well, and we do know that he actually didn't have an an agenda. He did... Have a conversation with his wife, Kezia, when after meeting up with us and said, it's okay if these guys never go back to church. We're just going to be their friends. So it wasn't ever his intention just to get us into his church. Too bad, Jacob, we're there.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, we really picked up on that genuine heart. That's essentially what made us feel comfortable about going back into an environment of church again. And I don't know if I mentioned that at the start, we ended up going back to church again. (laughs)
1: Well, I think it's key pastoring 101 is not to build your church, but to love people. And I think that Jacob and Kezia
0: absolutely nail that. Now, the second thing that I noticed was that he asked a ton of questions, but he didn't offer many answers. And I think what that enabled me to do was just talk about what was going on in my life but without feeling like there was this pastor dude on the other end of the phone waiting to just tell me all the answers to my problems because I didn't need answers. I needed time. I needed time to figure it out. So that goes hand in hand with taking your time, not just giving giving them the token... Jesus is the answer to everything Or just micro answers Well, here's what you could do here And here's what you could do there And I struggle with that personally Whenever somebody comes to me And complains about a situation in their life I'm just like I just want to give them all the answers And (laughs) I just noticed He very rarely gave me any answers Very rarely But asked me tons of questions
1: Yeah, Jacob's great like that I'm not sure if it's because he doesn't care Or because he does
0: (laughs) (laughs) Obviously he does
1: So with social media being available 24-7, there's no need for an immediate response to messages. You can keep a conversation going over weeks
0: or months. Yeah, that's true. And most of our conversations were, at the end of the day, when I assume he was in the same situation, you're just stuffed from work, you've come home, you're just kind of laying in bed browsing YouTube or Facebook, and the next minute these messages start coming up at 9 o'clock at night and you're just sitting there and you're chatting away. And then and some of the conversations might go for 30 minutes, some of them might just go for 30 seconds.
1: So that's the great thing about discipleship and evangelism in 2018 is that no longer is the church leadership team the people that are just available for an hour after a Sunday service, they are available 24-7. And people can try and reach out and connect with you at any time during the day or night. And you don't have to immediately respond. You can go away and pray about that for three days and then answer them back.
0: And not only can we just reply to people who have reached out to us, but we can reach out to people ourselves. As Gary V says, it goes down in the DM. And as some people who listen to this are more business savvy, they're like, right, well, I need to get into the DMs or the personal messages and start building relationships there. It goes the same for pastoral care. Just reach out to people. It goes down in the DM. That's where all the deep things happen.
1: Yeah. So it used to be that we would stick people on our prayer list. We're praying for this person's salvation and we would dedicate it all of that time into prayer and and praying for them. Whereas now it can be midnight, we're sitting down in our prayer room and we can send them a quick text message saying, hey, I just want to make sure you're okay.
0: Yeah, and it can be anything from, hey, I'm praying for you, or it could just be, hey, how's it going? Because that's what Jacob did to me. He was never ever super spiritual, and I think if I would have another suggestion for anyone, it would be try not to be too super spiritual about it. Try not to be, oh, I'm the pastor coming in to talk to you. It just needs to be one human being talking to another human being.
1: Yeah, build the mateship. I think it's also important to remember that while it is 2018 and it is absolutely normal to have relationships that are based online, it is so important for you to be doing FaceTime with these people so While you're on messages, invite them for a coffee. We did cover it before and say don't don't rush to invite people to your church, but invite them to meet up, you know, develop those connections. I'm sure that we're talking to people that are over 21 and are able to make relationships, and this is probably a redundant point. But, yeah, just reaching out and having a coffee, it changes somebody's day.
0: So I just want to close with this. And that's that many pastors have a mentality about social media or on Facebook that it's either not important or it's just kind of unspiritual in a way to be spending time on there. But I really think the truth of the matter is with that point of view, they're actually missing out on incredible relationship building and discipleship building and church building opportunities. So get on there. Goes down in the DM. So that should do it for today, guys. If you have any personal experiences yourself with people pastoring you in the DMs, let us know at hello at GodisSocial.com. I'm Gabriel Hutchinson.
1: And I'm Nero Hutchinson.
0: We'll see you next week.